this week on Not Just Another Sex Podcast. Every time that I have bent that rule of dating somebody that eat McDonald's, I found that we were never financially compatible. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about as a food group. I'm talking about as a food group. <laughs> it's a food group. It's a food group. It's a food we group got or you do. <laughs> <laughs> they were. It's not. It's not that they were bad people, a bad person, or. That I'm saying, oh, you're poor. Like, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, realistically, we're financially compatible. You know people sitting at home? Punching in the Sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, sugar. You're listening to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Samaya Burton. I've been a hands-on sexual educator for over five years through my company, Sexual Essentials. So I can tell you that being an adult absolutely has its perks. But now let's talk about just how hard adulting really is. Whether you're healing trauma, building healthy relationships, or figuring out how to create your own happiness, the truth is you may feel like you don't know what you're doing, but you're here now and that's enough. Hey you guys, welcome back to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I am your host, Samaya Burton, and thanks for tuning in this week. So I have a guest with me today. I have my friend Dara and we are going to get into these topics, get into the podcast and have a good time. So thank you so much to everyone that has been leaving a review, that's been sharing and reposting the stories, the reels, all of it is being seen and I appreciate it so much. I hope that you guys are enjoying the show. So first things first, let's get into the adult tip of the day. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So the adult tip of the day is pretty much something that's supposed to make uh, adulting a little bit easier, a little bit of an adulting life hack, whether it's my therapist says or, mm-hmm. you know, just something that can help just a little bit, make your life a little bit easier. Maybe something you didn't know, maybe something that you need to remember. Um, um, get away just a little bit. Just, 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 a, just a tad. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, and so today is the importance of routine. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people say that you need to have a routine and, you know, millionaires and billionaires are saying it all the time. And it's like, you don't know how effective or how important it is until you're in it, right? You're in it. And I want to give some... Or you've lost it. Or you've lost it. Mm -hmm. And I I do want to give a couple examples of how your routine can save you, right? So if you're grieving, if you're sad, if you're feeling off... Mm-hmm. Um, your routine is your thing that says, you know, even on my worst day, if I do these things, it makes me a little bit better. So really the importance is almost developing your routine. Right. Because the discipline too. Discipline and making sure that the things that you're saying need to be a part of your daily routine actually make your life better mm-hmm. or make your life easier. So for me, even adding meditation to my routine was important because I have anxiety where I put putting meditation in the morning and putting it in the evening helps me sleep better. But in the morning, it helps me to not feel overwhelmed when I just started my day. So it's like when you're doing the routine, you're not thinking about that. But when the things I know that Samaya goes through come up, my routine is already designed to answer those questions, fix those problems, or make those, the things that I know usually come up for me unexpected. Yeah. My routine covers those things. And it saves you, like you said, you have anxiety, right? And part of anxiety is the fear of un- not knowing. <laughs> you sure. got a routine. You're like, okay, very least, I know this is what's happening in my day. And I don't have to add anything else to my plate to overwhelm me. I know this is what, these are the steps that are I've got to follow for today. Absolutely. Um, I know right now my routine, my routine is a little intimidating right now because it's time to change it. So my routine mm-hmm. last year was a reflection of the goals that I wanted to meet. So my routine looked like 
you know, getting my mind right for these things that are happening now right. this year. So my routine no longer serves me anymore. The routine that I had it was great for the things, but I, I accomplished them. And now it's like, okay, what is my new routine going to be? And it takes a lot of energy to figure it out because yeah, you, you change what you've been doing change every what you've day. Been doing, yeah. But also figure the, the, there's no way to figure out what's going to work until you try it and be like, mm -hmm. mm, no, nah, I don't want to do that every day. Um, so I know for sure that I want to add a uh, move every day back. Yeah. Right. Um, I did really good with that last year. Move every day. Um, I did really. Important for that dopamine hit. Yes. So I realized that I was being, I had to balance, you know, you love the gym. I sure do. You love the gym. Over the um, love. Absolutely. And your, your, your energy is off when you don't go consistently. Exactly. For, for me, it's not necessarily that I need to do a hardcore yeah. workout. But I do need my heart rate to go up. I do need to sweat. I do need to get sunlight. And mm -hmm. so when I say, you know what, I'm going to move every day, it can be yoga. It could be skating, right. you know, and and so I, I really you just want the blood flowing every day. Absolutely. Um, and now I have to add to my routine, like taking in entertainment, which I am not looking forward to now that I, <laughs> now that I have a podcast and the content house. I need to be studying other people. Look mm -hmm. what they're doing. Um, I need to catch up on a thousand new sex shows, you know, so I can Girl, you be watching a lot of entertainment. There's plenty of stuff oh, you don't miss. I, stuff you know, coming out. You know, I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy and Friends. Like Listen, I got a long on way. On a loop. On a loop. <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> On a loop, I'm still like, you know, we can talk about old movies and what went wrong. <laughs> it's like, you need to, girl, you need to uh, do a little bit more studying. So um, I'm definitely studying, studying um, new stuff with investments and housing and, and funding and stuff like that. So I'm in a more studious place right now. Okay, so edify yourself. I am. Like, it's, you can only get so far off what you know. You got to be able to take it. You got to be able to take information from others. Yes. And um, I just got into audiobooks. So... You know, I was one of those people that was like, hell no, nah, I ain't doing an audiobook. I don't want to hear nobody. Their voices sound crazy. And sometimes, yes, that, yeah. that is true. But I just, I hadn't really been picking up books. And I'm like, I no, I love regular books. I, I love it so much. But yeah, I had not, I can't remember the last time I picked up one because I haven't had time. And too the, many distractions too, too right? Too many it's distractions. It's so easy to be like, oh, okay, I can't read. Or if I'm reading something, go off and be like, but audiobooks, it also like, great way to calm yourself down too. Mm. Listen to someone talk to you. And even though telling a story is such a, which is a big reason why kids like stories at bedtime, right? Yeah. It calms you down, brings you to a place where you can actually think about what's happening. I think it centers your mind. Part of, again, like you said, I feel like routines and discipline and having that stuff is important because it deals with a lot of the fact that a lot of us have anxiety and we don't know what to do with it. We don't know what to do with that energy until you realize that you're out of sync with your life, out of step of what you've already set up. But yeah. like you said, there are just times where you got to pivot and make those changes and that's going to throw you off. But the routine might be learning how to create a new routine. Yeah. And the only way you can even create your routine is knowing where you want to go. Mm -hmm. Look at where you want to go and your routine should reflect the steps that are needed yeah. for you to get there. And um, what I want to reference or encourage you all to read is um, Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. So it talks about. Yes. Yes. Um, and there are some great um, YouTube just like clips. You don't even have to if you're like, I don't want to read the whole thing or I don't have mm -hmm. time there. There is a 10 minute video that I listen to every single day. Um, and it's like. It focuses on being 1% better every day and never miss twice. If you follow the rule of never missing twice, you'll do something 50% of the time. Mm -hmm. And 50% is still an F, but 
we think that, oh, well, I, I work out once a week or I meal prep one time, you know, once or whatever. Yeah. If you do it at least every other day, mm-hmm. never miss. So even, even for me, when I was trying to stop drinking, um, I made a rule that I would never drink two days. I don't, not never, but I was going to stop drinking two days in a row. Right. That helped me immediately cut down on the, I got to have it every day. And sometimes it's not a big step that you're looking to take. Sometimes it's a small one mm-hmm. that would make it more digestible and less intimidating and things like that. So you can use this to create better habits and even in reverse to break bad habits. You know what I'm not a message. Yeah. yeah. So um, be open, you guys, and just think about this concept and maybe apply it to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a way you want to apply it to your life or you want us to go ahead to Twitter? Oh, you can go ahead to Twitter, but always... Be kind to yourself because if you do mess up twice, it's okay yeah. to start over. Absolutely. Um, I w- I always start over. I be fucking Listen, up. <laughs> if you don't start over, I don't know how you keep moving forward. Um, I've I've learned um, and something from the book that it said that they think that people that are millionaires and billionaires are getting it right more, but actually they're making more mistakes, and so they've. They've they've lengthened the number of outcomes, and now more. The average is that some of the time you're going to get it right. They're willing to fail fast. They're, yes, fail fast and get get up fast. Mm-hmm. Fail fast, um, and so the more that you try, the the thing is, the more that you will fail. The more right. that you try, but also the more that you try, the more wins that you will have. It's the law That's, of averages. Yes, the law of averages. It, it, nothing else. Just science. Science is still going to win. So science will um, be winning. I hope that this helps you guys today and I hope that you apply it to your life. Hey, you guys, it's your host, Samaya. And for those of you who didn't know, I'm also the CEO and founder of Sexual Essentials. One of my favorite parts about building that brand was creating a learning platform that has over 250 workshops, interviews, and so much more. Some of my favorite components are the sex position demos. Yes, you heard that right demos. They're featuring some people that you may already know. Good Moms Bad Choices has demonstrated some positions for us, as well as Dara. You remember her from our first episode. Those are some of my faves, as well as the Lingam and Yoni massages. These are great additions to add to your oral loving for your partner. Yes, I said oral loving. I'm trying to keep it clean, guys. Anyways, they are great additions and a great way to spice things up. Outside of our masterclasses, add one of these on to your normal routine and really wow your partner. Click the link below or in any of the links in our bio and sign up for our courses today. All right, now back to the show. All right, so Twitter talk. Twitter, Twitter be saying. Twitter be saying. So this is just to... Um, <laughs> not even pay tribute. <laughs> Patriot. You said F it. We're not, I'm not, we're not going word back anymore. no more. We're not saying the word no more. Uh, pay tribute to Twitter because Twitter was a place that definitely set the trends. And any viral conversation almost has almost almost always started from Twitter, a thread, and then it's put on other social platforms. Twitter just, is the culture. It is the culture. Um, very controversial topics or mm-hmm. just opinionated stuff. So this is the section for that in the show. So this is called Twitter Talk. Also, if there's one that you want us to discuss, make sure that you DM it to us on Instagram, not just another sex pod, um, because we're just looking for things that you guys want to talk about, like a little bit of current events here and there. Um, so on Twitter, there was a man and he, there's this message and he said, um, he showed a text thread between him and a young lady, right? Mm -hmm. She said, you down for a call later? He said, we could do that. You mind filling out a questionnaire for me first though? She says, oh, Lord, I'll try. I ain't making no promises. 
It looked like it's a couple S's on there, like promises. Uh, <laughs> he said, <laughs> he <For> said, <laughs> promises. Okay. Uh, I'll try, but ain't no making no promises. Uh, he says, you can do it. She says, oh, uh, and sends her a Google form. Oh, not a job form. <laughs> a Google form. And she says, LOL, oh yeah, I am not doing that. He says, take care with the peace signs. So, I'm assuming this is a very early on conversation that they're having. <laughs> yes, okay. it is. I was like, this <laughs> seems odd. It's a little odd. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. So I'm like, let me pull this up. I hope the sound don't come on. I don't know what I looked at on Twitter last. Who knows what it could be? Ooh, that'd be the best when you out in public and your Twitter open up to the last thing. That'd be the best. <laughs> Not for me. I just like seeing everyone's faces. Man, look here. Now my child be looking over my phone because now he's starting to learn how to read and right. he's recognizing who calls by their pictures. Man, look, man, you know what I think about the uh, little boy who was like, yeah, I was in there having sex. And then he, he would taste the noise and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you paying so much attention? Why are you panting? Um, um, so I was like, I want to know, what did you think about, what would you think about that? Like, would you be, would you do it if somebody was like, hey, can you fill out this questionnaire before we go on a date? This is why I said this has got to be an early on conversation, but also, yeah, why not? If you took the initiative to even create this form because you actually want to learn more about me and you want to come in and have more meaningful conversation instead of the same old, what's your favorite color? Mm -hmm. What you did last week and all these other sometimes nonsensical questions that have nothing to do with anything. I, I give props to anybody who spends time and wants to be intent or has intention behind what they do. And why not? Unless you ask me for like my social, in which case, okay. Uh, huh? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so her response, when he says, take care, mm -hmm. this is kind of where I, I had a problem with it. He says, take care. And she says, I'm curious as to why you feel that's necessary. It is interesting. His response was, I figured it was a clever way to cut through some of the BS when meeting someone new. Like if a person won't take the time to answer a few multiple sh multiple choice short answer questions, then how much effort would they really be willing to put into getting to know me or building something with me? The idea is to find a like-minded person ready to date with intention. Since we're asking questions out of curiosity, what made you decide not to fill it out? And for me, it's the fact that you're not giving me another option. Mm -hmm. I don't like that because I've been with people that check every box and we don't work out yeah as well so the fact that you're telling me that I like you're you're assigning it to me and if I don't do it your way at the very first thing you're asking me to do I don't owe you anything like that's true. because what if you don't like my responses now we don't go on a date what if you agree with all my responses and then we show up and we still don't have a good time either way the fact that there is it has to be your way or the highway from jump is the I don't want to say see red that flag, as a response but... to the fact because like you said for me I would have answered and then we never gotten to that point right you asked me and because I thought it was creative or clever I answered and I never got to the point where I realized that you're not giving me an either or you've taken away choices from me you're telling me to do something right but because I already framed it as oh this is something cute and different yeah, and I'm tired of the same it. old same old you know I'll do it but you're right to your point if someone gives me a choice or not give me a choice you ask me to do something and I tell you no and your response is okay fine I'm just not fucking with you no more that's a little odd that's a little odd you didn't discuss anything with me and now are you mandating that I do things the way that you're requesting them and if I don't then you that's a red flag and you're moving forward which is fine that's cool on you but 
you're right. That is a red flag. And I'm, I'm done with this, whatever it is. That, and that's the part. So the only thing is like in the beginning, I feel like, first of all, for you to put, put a cloud over it and say like, this is how it has to be. And you don't know me yet. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's the two fingers, it's like it, as unique as it is, because you could have showed up with those questions in person. Like, Hey, I actually came up with some questions that we could right. play or whatever. And you know, I love those dating question games and you show up and they, they have all different types and hell um, cocktails has my favorite, my favorite one. They have a game called mm-hmm. curious to know. And that's, you know, something that that's, that's legit. Like you can show up with the cards and it is super fun. And the person gets a say so in responding to what you're asking them to do versus backing me in a corner or thinking something negative about me simply because I'm not completing an assignment before we even show up. Because if I complete it and you don't like it, then what? But I did pull up the question. Oh, <laughs> so let's see what Mr. <laughs> what Mr. Um, what Mr. Man Mr. wanted. Mr. Man's, Mr. Sir. Mr. Sir. You know I be saying Mr. Sir. When I don't know somebody's <laughs> name, I be trying to be polite. Um, so he put her name on it. And it says Chrissy's dating compatibility okay. Q&A continued. <laughs> so there is what are your dating goals? Not sure, just vibing. Casual sex dating. Short-term relationship. Long-term relationship. Life partner marriage. Do you like that question? I think... It would have been easier, not easier, but it would have been a, a better conversation to have in person than just me filling out the form right there. I think that if someone was to ask, I'm going to like actually answer some of these questions. And yeah. I, I, I think that some of these questions, they seem thoughtful, like mm-hmm. they do. But I can't answer this question if I don't know you, because until I see, I see what our energy and chemistry is like, or until I know some more things about you, I can't decide if we're just vibing and I just... We went but out. Is that or, asking specifically to me, or is that asking in general? Like, what are your dating goals? Are what are you looking to do with this? Like, are you dating for the intent to get married? Mm-hmm. Are you dating because you enjoy hanging companionship and hanging out with people? In this instance, I wouldn't necessarily think that. Like, oh, I'm on this date just to figure out if you're my husband. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, are you but my partner? Like, that forward. Yeah. yeah but in but. Maybe I'm dating in general, though, seeking marriage as an end goal, which is the case. That's why I said sometimes maybe that question would have been better in person because now we can have this conversation. conversation, If I answer it, are you going to dive deeper into these answers or are you just looking over it and like, oh, I like this answer or not without really talking to me. For me, I'm polyamorous, so I don't know what I'm looking for until I actually meet the person because I'm open to different relationship styles and all of that stuff. And so it's like for me. You, ha- you can't get around to having a conversation with me. Um, so the other one is, do you believe in marriage or is it just an un- unnecessary piece of paper? Is marriage the ultimate goal for you? I feel like that's a loaded question. Like outside, like the first part, do you believe in marriage or is it just an unnecessary piece of paper? <laughs> if I say unnecessary piece of paper, it's because that's the only option that you gave. Right. Who says I think that? I could say that I believe in marriage. But Are there I- lines for me to elaborate? Thank and, and you. I shouldn't have to damn write you an essay before we go on a yeah. date. <laughs> gotta submit my homework i think these would have been better like we had dinner having conversations but i think there would have been better there would have been questions that you could have put on this questionnaire that we'd be like okay let's just get this out of the way and what is your favorite yeah which island do you like like (laughs) right here um that and then what if it's like hey i was thinking that we can ask these questions and we know we're gonna talk about like it's more so the bossiness of it for me but i didn't care for but they have on here i'm gonna read you some of the other ones um highest level of education uh, how would you describe your financial employment situation right now? Um, how would you describe your current living situation? 
They got own place. Are these, like, what are you trying to figure out about me? Uh, Do you have kids? And he even put a little picture with a dad and his son. Okay. Uh, Do you want kids? Do they have a father already? Do they have a father? If you had a child who was LGBT, Lord, LGBT. TQ plus, mm-hmm. and then it has all the colors of the rainbow and okay. all the people. That was very thoughtful. Good job. Good yes. job. Inclusive. Um, if you had a child, no, for real, for real, because that is a question I know that mm-hmm. I did have. Um, like, what would you do? Like, when we were, when I was married, like, hey, what would you do if this? And that is an important question to ask. That is an important question. Um, are you a person of faith? Uh, have you ever been to therapy? What's your zodiac sign? Can you swim? <laughs> <laughs> That's important. <laughs> Does the toilet tissue roll go over? <laughs> What's your love language? Do you have a passport? Fair. Mm. Uh, on our first date, who should pay? Lord. Mm. What's your preferred method of communication? Fair. Okay. Um, what's what's wrong with this picture? And it shows a man walking on the inside when they're about to cross the street. Um, yeah. Some of these questions. Name one no skip album. <laughs> Some of these questions are really good for that survey. Yeah. For the purpose of that survey. And I and I, I honestly think that um, that's a lot of attention to put in in the beginning of a relationship for real. Like outside mm-hmm. of like the communication stuff that I said I have a problem with, like not giving me another option. Yeah. But what I do want to challenge other people to do is um, just like you can be intentional on the front end of meeting someone, you can also be intentional on the front end of starting a relationship, which mm-hmm. looks like... Um, a relationship contract. And so a relationship contract is something that you do. Um, and we've talked about it on Patreon. So if you guys are still looking to learn more about sex education, uh, don't forget that I do own sexual essentials. I've been all around the world teaching sex education to adults. So you can sign up to Patreon um, and watch some of those videos. But one of the interviews that I had on there was talking about creating a um, relationship contract. And this is not just for your um romantic relationships, but also your friendships and things like that. And it's after you get to know somebody, somebody and you decide you want to be consistent with them in whatever mm-hmm. way, whether that's fuck buddies, friend with benefits, uh, casual sex, relationship. Long Am term. I physically creating this form? It's a, well, I have one that you could fill in that's online. So oh, you can okay, download okay. it if you want and you can add and change things depending on like every category may not apply to you, but it asks, you know, what is your preferred way of communicating? That way you're not getting mad at me when you send me a four page text and I don't respond and I cave and I <laughs> now, now I'm taking it personal <laughs> or I tell you that hey I actually record all day on the weekend so voice notes are better for me um or I don't like to FaceTime every single night I like to do it two or three times a week but otherwise I'm I'm working on you know reading at the end of the evening or I've had employers who've done this like what's your management style how do you like to be approached? And I was like, you know, at first I was like, this is annoying. I don't want to fill out this, all this. And yeah. I was like, you know what? No, because then in the long run, two, three months from now, when we have issues, I'm like, yeah. I said, I filled out my profile and yeah. I told you that I don't like X, Y, Z and X, Y, Z is exactly what you've given me. Absolutely. So can we discuss how we can move forward or shall we just go ahead and end this relationship right here? I feel like a lot of people, especially now, if you're in a regular, like a a committed relationship or exclusive Mm -hmm. with someone, you probably are like, oh, yeah, this is a good idea. Right. Um, Because you could put all kind of stuff on there. How many times a week would you like to cook throughout the week? And now you could say, you know what? I commit to say I'm going to cook dinner two times out of the week. And then you commit to two times a week. And now we got three days where we on our own or we eat leftovers or ordering Mm -hmm. out, whatever. But 
I think a different perspective to look at it is um, fuck buddies and friends with benefits creating one. And I feel like lines be blurred. They be super blurred. And the last time that I asked somebody like, hey, I knew that it was going to be a casual situation. Last time I asked them, it was just it was a turn off the way they even responded because it's like, oh, you know, I'm just having fun. I'm just hanging out like I'm not like they were avoiding it as if I was asking them, what are we doing? As if I was trying to tie them down. I'm asking people don't don't like to take accountability or have any responsibility for their actions. Not at all. And I'm like, we I'm like, I'm asking you because I need to know if I can if I need to schedule dates with somebody else on this day. Are you more available on weekends? Like I'm, I'm trying to organize my schedule. I'm actually fitting you in if I decide to be a friend with benefit or whatever. Like, and I don't like to fuck people if I don't, if I can't hit twice. So if you just like, oh, I just want to fuck. I'm not fucking you unless you like, so what you, like, I want to know, like, what you're trying to do. Are you trying to hit it because you're curious? Or are you trying is to hit it one time or? Is this a one time thing? Like, you don't really know yet? Because mm-hmm. if you're not sure that you want to hit this pussy twice before you hit it, then you're not hitting it yeah, the first time. Leave it alone. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Um, <laughs> I also feel like, um, the communication thing is real. Some people like voice notes. Some people don't like to text. Yeah. Some people like just call me. Um, and I don't want to get an attitude about something that you're already telling me that you, I don't like that. Like, I feel like, tell me who you are so I can accept it and adjust adjust to it. Because we do that with our friendships. You know what the problem is, right? What? I have to know who I am. This world sound thing short. <laughs> 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 so um yes, so and you like, asking me something I can't even give you. That's the problem. That's usually why, like I said, lack of accountability, but that's because you're not accountable to yourself. You don't know what you want, mm. you don't know your boundaries. And so now someone asking you, you like you defensive because you're unclear about what it is that you want from this person at all, what you can provide and where this can go. And you're like, oh, I, I'm, I'm feeling it out. I'm like, baby, I'm not a pool. You ain't dipping your toes in here. <laughs> not a pool. Yeah. <laughs> what is pussy? Oh. I mean, it pussy might feel like, a, but it's not. Pussy is And cool. don't dip your toes in that either. This pool is a pussy. I really feel like a lot of people... And I'm guilty of this in the past one to always be up under someone or we should just yeah. be hanging out. And for some people you can't hang out and do nothing. But in, in this, in this moment of life for me, I want to be intentional about the dating. I don't just want to be up under somebody. Cause it's like, Oh, what you doing? Come over. Like, are we going to do something together? Like, Oh, I got to do some work. You got to do some work so we can do it. And we're doing it together. Yeah. Or are we hanging out or are we just, I think that your free time is mine and you think that my free time is yours. I don't want that anymore. Quality to the time, not just quantity, like yeah. just being around me to be around me. Okay. But like, what are we accomplishment accomplishing? And not that to say every time we do something together, you know, we got to come up with a million dollar business idea, but <laughs> you know, I want to make the time count when we are together, especially for someone like you who doesn't have that kind of time. I don't have a lot all of time. the time. So if I'm being intentional about giving you my time, let's be productive. And that's all I'm asking you. And also I feel like just for me, I know my, my flaws or like the things that I fall into easily, which mm-hmm. is I look up and my whole life is surrounded around the person that I'm dating. Yeah. I've done that in the past. And so the me being specific about what we're doing is not to be annoying. It's, it's because this is what I need to keep the balance because as soon as my life wrapped up in you, you ain't going to date me no more. So help me right. help you. To, to you be wonder why I'm always right here. Yeah, like I, I want to be more intentional about that because I just don't want my life to be surrounded around somebody else anymore um, at all, um, you know? Hey, you guys, it's your host, Samaya. If you're enjoying the topics over here, 
Honestly, I think you'd love the topics over on my learning platform. I have some private interviews over there with some amazing guests. I've interviewed Mr. Marcus. Yes, that's the porn star. Passion Jones, who brought on her husband and her boyfriend, and even had some girls night conversations with Medina from Cocktails, as well as Mila from Good Moms, Bad Choices. That conversation was amazing. We did some examples of our dirty talk, and let's just say you need to check it out. Don't just take my word for it. Make sure that you click the link below and sign up today. There are over 250 workshops, classes, interviews, and so much more. All right, now back to the show. So we can move into today's topic, actually, and um, talk about some things that we admire about men in relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that in podcasting and entertainment and topics and Twitter and everything else, um, we always get into these men versus women and it's bashing right. because we're different. We, we do things differently. So I'm I'm kind of done with the comparing apples to oranges. No I would, battles of the sexes. I'm tired of it. It's not getting us anywhere. It's not helping me understand men. What I know is that, yes, I like, and I like women as well, but when it comes to men specifically, if I like men, I need to do a better job of listening to men about what they want. Not It's not True. about whether I agree or disagree. And giving them a safe space to do so. Giving them a safe space to do so and not judging what the response is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so instead of having a conversation without men present about what they think, because I don't want to talk about what men think if there's not a man present. I can't say what a man think without a man here. I would like to have a conversation about the things that I do admire about them in relationships and the ways that I try to make that show up in my own life. Um, And so I'll start off with, I love the fact that, you know, leading off from where we left off with the Twitter talk, that um, men do not drop everything when they're in a relationship. They don't cancel their boys they they don't cancel basketball they they do all that stuff with you and you get comfortable and you texting your girl girl he didn't got over here and we didn't started messing around so i'm gonna see you tomorrow i'm gonna head out um and and i i like that they don't do that i like they come over drop off the dick and be like no i told you i was going out later yeah like what you talking about like i also think that it keeps shit kind of steamy because it's like okay now you going out and I'm gonna send you some pushy, pussy, pussy, pushy, pushy, <laughs> some pussy, pushy, some pushy, pushy. <laughs> I'm gonna send you some pussy pics, yeah. some pussy pics. Um, why you out and you know, kind of make it kind of mm-hmm. spicy. I'm gonna um, make you want to come back. I'm gonna make you want to come back. But I'm glad that you went out because I do need to miss you, right? Um, and so I'm I'm learning that to to <laughs> buzzing over here. I guess so. I was gonna say one of my booties buzzing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like something like that. What's um. What's something that do you admire something about? What you admire about me? Do you even like them? Yes. Do you like Um, men? You know what? I heard someone telling this story. I appreciate men holding their boundaries. Unfortunately, I feel like a majority of women will be cheated on and stay no matter how hurt they are. They don't. And instead of letting go of that hurt, they keep that hurt and then stay in that same situation. Right. How many times have we heard like, if you finna say, don't say nothing, then let yeah, it go. You right. But men will not accept that because they like, can't. They'll cheat 800 times and be like, mm, well, I'm still here because you let me. Right. So why? Why I got to go anywhere? Girl, you look to the left too long. And there was a man on the other side of that. They <laughs> they finna be up out yeah. there. And although it feels unfair because, you know, I gave you that chance and I I'm, I did this for you and I stayed mm. and they're like, nah, that's that was a boundary for me. I told you that you crossed that boundary. And because you don't have boundaries for yourself has nothing to do with the boundaries I've created for myself. And I feel like men are better at holding people accountable for their actions 
mm-hmm. when they tell you they don't like something and you do it anyways, they not finna play with you about that. They going that's a wrap for them, right? You can't, they not finna take that from you. That's a sign of maturity to me because, and not saying like I want a man to check me, but mm-hmm. I do. If I say something that goes over your, you know, steps over mm-hmm. your boundaries or hurts your feelings or any of that, let me know. Hold like, me accountable. I don't, I don't like yeah. passive men. And a, a lot of people think that, um, because I, I date a lot of quiet men that I date passive men and that's not the case. Right. Um, you can be quiet and still not be passive. Sure can. Um, and that means that you only speak up. Like if it's not bothering me, it's not bothering me, but if it's bothering me, I said, right. And you, you know, don't hear me. You're going to, you're going to hear me. Yeah. You're going to respect it. You're going to be accountable to it. Um, I feel like, um, I like that. Damn it. You were, you were saying something. I had a thought and then it just gone. It'd be fleeting. I feel that it, it, it left out. Um, I like the fact that, um, Damn, I really am having like a... About something that I just said? You did. (laughs) (laughs) And I ain't even took no drugs or nothing. (laughs) Sober as hell. I'm super sober. Holding holding people... I'm a super soaker. Holding people accountable. You said the boundaries. Um, Oh, yeah. Men don't do anything for you. Like if they forgive you for something, they're not doing it for no, you. No, it's definitely for them. They did yeah. it for they did it for themselves. Um, oh, I know what it was. I love the fact that men do a good job of they 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 stand on what they said. So, mm-hmm. like you said, they hold their boundary, right? Yeah. Another perspective of that is like if you meet a man and you start dating, y'all like, ooh, it's gonna be casual sex. No matter how good the sex is, it's casual. Keep you yeah. at casual sex, and I, I love that and I respect mm-hmm. that because one, he if y'all already decided what it is, it's not like he just sticking on it to be funny. He's saying we decided this is what it was before we even started fucking. I gave I, you clarity, gave you clarity, yeah. but also you can't fuck me into make and acting like we're right. compatible. You can't fuck me into compatibility. You can't give me. A, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Give me right. good, ain't no, ain't enough good pussy to change how compatible we are. But like with women, and it's not to be bashing and not saying that I've never done it, but all of a sudden, I think we all been there. Yeah, and it's like you know what? When I when I first linked up with you, it was like real lusty. But then my eyes start going cockeyed, and I'm like, damn, maybe I can't see you in my life forever. <laughs> and, and honestly, half that time, you don't. Re- <laughs> it's it still's lust. You using that lust and you've decided that that lust mm-hmm. is something else. And that's really not what it is. You just wanted a companion and this person happened to be, happens to be in your space at the time. But you guys made that agreement because you both kind of knew at the beginning. Like, can it evolve into something else? Probably. Maybe. Possibly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you're forcing it yeah, from jumps. You try to make like it, it that yeah. or going in under false pretenses, knowing that that's not what you wanted to begin with. And then you're like, okay, well, I know that's what he said, but let's see if I can change his mind along the way. Cause that's not what I'm telling you. What I want is not true. I lied anyway. So let me, <laughs> that's what it is. You be lying to yourself and to them. Like, why are you? Be honest with it. This is not what you want. You want a relationship and you don't want to be casual with this person. Yeah. So why are you putting yourself in a position to get your feelings hurt? And men also will not accept pussy from somebody they know they don't want to be casual with. Like if they want to be with you for real mm-hmm. and they know they can't handle it, they won't fuck with you like that. Right. Like, nah, like I'm not doing it. So I respect that they um, they also do that. Um, something else that I respect from men is that they more so judge off of actions versus words. Now they are more nonverbal communicators Mm -hmm. compared to women, which we say are more verbal communicators, but also I realized, well, we've talked about it before in episode number in episode two, that men are better communicators because usually when women do a lot of talking, it's more emotions and what you feel and conveying that versus Mm -hmm. getting straight to the point. Not so 
more so for you. You are one of my most straight to the point friends, people that I know, period. Taurus, Taurus women all together. <laughs> Very straight. I got a um, few words. I'm going to give you what I got. And they're effective. Okay. <laughs> Less is more. Um, and I love that about you all. Um, but men very much so look at your actions and judge off of that. Now, is it always right? Are they, do they always infer the correct thing? No, Mm-mm. by all means. But I will say this when I had, um, my best friend had broke down to me and he was like, you know, some of, my, some of the mistakes that you've made, they, they might have been a result of trauma, but a man looking to date you is not going to know your whole past history or why you did what you did. He's Fast. just looking at are the, the things that you decide to do, do they look like actions of someone that loves themselves, right? So I had a situation back in the day and I, I learned, I learned and back, back in the day, I slept with a man in the first week of knowing him. Mm-hmm. And I, my feelings were hurt because I was like, no, I, I'm pretty sure I read the energy amazing. Like, like we really had a connection. Like we were talking, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I had sex with him because the chemistry was there. The vibes I, were on. And I didn't feel threatened. Like, oh, if I have sex with him, he going to ghost me. Right. Right. Um, because usually I'm pretty clear about if something is just sex, it's just sex. And this was one of the few times that I've been wrong. Like this was, and and he ghosted me and it, it hurt my feelings. So I was like, how the fuck did I read this wrong? And at the end of the day, um, my best friend was like, you know, you are taking a gamble every time you, you have sex, assuming that something else will happen. And it goes back to the point of just women saying, you know what, if you want to have sex, do it because you want to have it. Not because something else might happen or something like that. But in this situation, he was like, how does he know that you were really taking him serious if you were ready to do that in one week? Like, what's the difference? Like, how does he know it was serious and stuff like that? And I know that that's not necessarily an excuse, you yeah. know what I'm saying, for just communicating that, hey, like, that was fun and I'm I'm good with right there versus ghosting somebody, which is sometimes super fucking rude. Um, but he was, you know, at the end of the day, he's just reading like, you know, women that love themselves do this or don't do that. And I'm not saying they're always right. But I will say it did teach me to look at men and say, huh, look at what he's doing. Does he love himself? Right. It has helped me pick more men that do love themselves. I found that no matter what, whether it's casual, dating, whatever, I don't want to fuck with no man that don't love himself or respect himself is not picky enough about his own damn boundaries. That's facts. I don't, I don't want nobody who, who is not treating themselves well. Because right. at the end of the day, you're not going to understand when I demand that you treat me a certain way. You're not going to get no. it. You're going to be like, why you need well, all Do you that? even have the capacity to treat me well? If I'm looking Ooh. at you and you like, and I'm like, wow, your living situation or your Ooh, car that's... or, and you know, men are big about their car. So like just certain things I'm like, you don't look like, or just the way you present yourself. I'm like, there's just certain things that's telling me that you're not in the space to provide anything to me because you barely given it to yourself. I, the, the, your space one is huge. Cause if yeah. I walk into your house or your home, your apartment, and I can't imagine myself, if I got to imagine myself squatting, peeing in the morning, instead of sitting my ass on your toilet, then it's not going to work for me. If I'm tiptoeing on your floors because I'm trying to escape the rat traps, <laughs> I, and not because I just want to tiptoe around. No. Yeah. Um, like I, I can't do it. And it's like, I don't have to know. It's certain things for me. Like, I'm sorry if I, if you eat McDonald's, I just don't think it's going to work. Ooh. And I know that some people be like, okay, I, I be getting it sometimes. My little guilty pleasure or stuff like that. Yeah, I'm talking about as a food group. I'm talking about as a food group. <laughs> it's a food group. It's 
a full group problems. or you do or you do it every uh like no I, I, no we going there for dinner like what like, nah why like, can't I you just you, get some shit for my drink and maybe we stop at mcdonald's after we went out but like this is a tuesday at 6 p.m this is what you want and you randomly every put, tuesday and i'm gonna like secretly in my mind if if you date me and you eat and and i've dated somebody that was like you eat bacon you gotta stop and i was like okay fine i'll respect that but you can't eat bacon. like i can't take you serious but you know what hmm. Every time that I have bent their rule of dating somebody that eat McDonald's, I found that we were never financially compatible. Oh. Oh. <laughs> they were it's not it's not that they were bad people, a bad person, or that I'm saying, oh, you're poor. Like I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, realistically, we weren't financially compatible. And I'm not They weren't saying, good with their money, perhaps. We weren't financially compatible. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's my truth. I, I, there's certain and things, all you can do is talk about it. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like, it's a certain way that people eat. And I'm like, okay, this shows me something about the way you care. Like, I changed how I was eating because I cared about myself. And I know you're like, bitch, you just said you eat bacon. There's a lot of stuff I don't eat. Bacon is the only pork that I eat. And that's because mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's in the bacon, in the pork. It's, not, it's not bacon. It's bacon not pork. Is Chick-fil-A ain't even fried. It's dipped in the tears of Jesus. It's not it's Christian nuggets. It's Christian nuggets. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Like, I can't even eat chicken, but it's like, even though, you know, they racist ass, it's like I that chicken was busted when I used to could eat it. I'd be missing be it sometimes. Hard. But it's little things like that. Um I, so I do appreciate some of the ways that men do show up firmly. You know, it's, yeah. it's taught me that they don't care if they say no or that don't work for me and they don't give a fuck. They're not they're not going to let anyone disrupt their peace. And no matter how much we bump heads with men or anything like that, I can say that I, I commend them for that. And that's something that I'm trying to and not even try. I'm doing. I don't. There you go. I've I, and, and this was hard for me. I even cut off a friendship because it just it wasn't giving me peace anymore. And it's like that sounds super mean. But right now. My piece is too expensive. I'll cut the world off for my piece. <laughs> That's but real. Like, peace is, is expensive. It's very expensive to be peaceful. And it costs a lot of time, energy, and money for me to lose my peace. So, if, like I said, I'll cut off the world if it, if it comes my piece. My mom used to say, she's like, I'll kill you before you kill me. Ooh. And I, when I was a kid, I was like, That's a little aggressive. But, but you get it now. Yeah, but as an adult, I definitely got it. Like, it's, if it's between me and you in this situation, it's got to be me. Because at the end of the day, yeah. you're living your life for you. You can't. And that's the only person who can live it is me, is and me. I got to deal with this I have every to day. Deal with yeah. it. Absolutely. Um, so I want to. I want to kind of just. Um, I guess transition <laughs> to. Um, what are some things that you think that women can do to pour into themselves and to strengthen their own um, confidence? Because I think ultimately we're talking about men being confident in what they want. Right. right. What are some things that maybe you do? And, I, you know, I can always, you know, I can start off first or whatever um, mm-hmm. that enhance like their their own confidence and get them in better practice of picking themselves and choosing themselves. Because I think that goes back to um, the adult tip of the day. What does your routine look like? Your My routine includes my sensuality and my sexuality. Like, I know that people probably think like, oh, she just selling these thigh high socks. No, it was very important to me to produce a product that 
was comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Because usually that's my excuse when I'm not walking around the house sexy. I'm just trying to be comfortable. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or Biggest why? Excuse. Yeah, yeah, like why don't why I don't want to wear jeans tight on me or yeah. why I don't want to wear jeans or whatever. And it's like the thigh highs, they go all the way up like to your undies, right? Up the thigh. Up the thigh. See your lady parts. And I can put on a baggy sweatshirt, a baggy sweatshirt with it and it just have a little gap. You can see the skin mm-hmm. and it's like, it's alluring. Um, or even put on a crop top with it or, you know, pulling underwear up and like, you just posing. And like, I'm, I find myself stopping all over the house in, um, in the mirror. Falling in love with yourself. I'm falling in love with myself yeah. and I'm like, damn, I'm attractive. And it's, it, it's helping me address the feeling guilt around gassing myself up because it's like, mm. I'm not trying That's to say real for women. I don't want to, yeah. I, I, I hate when I feel guilty about that. And it's like, I'm not saying nobody else ain't got it or they ain't the shit. I'm saying that, damn girl, you really are fine. Like your body is gorgeous. Like I fuck with me like real heavy. Real so heavy. Um, definitely taking selfies. I tell people all the time, I take hella selfies and I do not give a fuck because on my bad days, I put four of those together, look at myself and be like, damn you that girl. Like, don't you forget fine, it. Fine. You fine, fine. Like I love looking back and saying, "Damn, that was a cute outfit. This was a cute look." Uh, things like that. Just the same way. People be on me because my lock screen is my face. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so you got to look at yourself all day? And I said, who else would I want to look at? Who else would I want to look I at? I said, ain't nobody prettier in my head. Ooh. I was like, don't know. I was like, don't know. No one's as fine. No one's as pretty. No one's as smart and as intelligent. As you, you is smart. You, you is kind. You yeah. is important. And so I was like, and so if the person I want to look at all day is me, I go, yeah, I can change it up and put somebody else or something or inspiration, whatever. I was like, but I love me and I want to look at me every day. And if that's a problem for anybody else, that's not like a problem for that's on you, buddy. That's a personal problem. That's a personal problem. I feel like I hate the word humble almost at this point. And I... Right. Because now it's like, oh, you're not, you not humble. I was yeah, like, and actually, the de- I can't remember the damn definition of humble. We need to pull it up, but maybe drop it on the screen right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it doesn't really reflect what I'm actually trying to do. Right. Um, and I'm not going to suppress myself anymore just to make other people feel like I'm not doing something because I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to me. And if you, if it's so big that it happens to get in your way, then you need to move. Um, and like I said, it's not like a personal problem. Oftentimes people confuse the actual definition of words with how they feel. And so, that's not the definition we're talking about. Absolutely. Well, now that, you know, I just want to thank my fairy godmothers of production uh, because <laughs> now we have the definition of humble right here. Uh, having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. Mm. That doesn't make me feel good about myself. Not at all. So we're we're saying humble, but really you're saying that like how big I think of myself is intimidating you. That is a person. how small can I make myself in this moment for you to it. feel comfortable? I'm not I'm not doing it anymore. Like fine, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not doing it anymore. Um so the so definitely taking selfies, looking in the mirror, and when I reference like the wearing the thigh highs at home they are super sexy they're super comfortable but also y'all please take a look at y'all drawers drawer when is the last time you brought bought new drawers when is the last time that's that's all you get throw them out like I know y'all wear y'all favorite drawers throw the other ones out you don't need. I, do I don't know why you're saving dress. up for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> you, never, oh, you never have enough. <laughs> you never have enough draws. <laughs> what if my? I used to do that. Like, what if my? What if my washer goes out? Like, Girl, stop acting in your old brokenness. We right. Buy some new like draws. you can't go outside and get some more. <laughs> get some new draws. Okay. Like, when is the last time you bought new socks? Like, 
Oh, I do love new socks. <laughs> what do you wear around the house? Why do you got to wear things that look like you're like practicing being homeless? Like, why do you have to dress like that? And we always say, well, it's comfortable. Baby, have you slept on satin sheets? Have you slept skin to skin? Yeah. yeah. Have you slept in satin pajamas? Like, stop talking yourself out of things because you think it's too bougie, too luxury, too... It's not too nothing. No. Like... What, what is going on? Like, you can't have nice things for like yourself. Like, you can't have nice things. I feel that. You know, funny, we always talk about how, like, either you're going to get grandma for me or you finna get... I was like, I'm finna, that girl. Yeah, I'm finna show up. But when I'm at home, I always... I don't say look nice, but when mm-hmm. I'm at the house by myself... And for me, it's sexy to just be like, I like the athletic wear, that's what I'm wearing. But if I'm in the house, then I'm not... I don't have my shirt on. I just have a sports bra. Mm-hmm. I want to see myself. Yeah. And I was like, and then maybe I have my um, joggers on. Or if I have a shirt on, then I'm not wearing pants and I'm wearing cute underwear mm-hmm. walking around the house. Yeah. But I give sexier being in the house alone yeah. or with my man than I do being outside the house where other people can see me. When the world can see me, I'm like, I don't really, I don't care that much. Maybe and you I still should. dress. And you yeah. still dress. Good. I was like, when I want to dress, then yes, I'm gonna step. But I was like, but the most part, if I'm just walking out the house to go to the store real quick and I don't care, I was like, yeah, you, y'all finna get sweats. You finna get this big old uh, crew neck and I'm going right back in the house. But while I'm in the house, I do things that make me feel a little better about yourself, about myself. Or it, furthermore, I love me. And so when I'm walking I past really the do. mirror, I want to see me. Yeah. And so I was like, and can I, I know I have shape, but I have more shape when I don't have these big old sweatpants on. <laughs> okay. Right. I, I have more shape when I don't have the panties that cover my front of my thigh, the back of my thigh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, my trousers exactly why these my bloomers (laughs) out here wearing full on bloomers and that's how you know you gotta get rid of them hoes you gotta get rid of you open the drawer and say bloomers or they look like bloomers like you get them things out of here look here men and women listen to this I need you to go home and go ahead and be accountable for your drawers drawer I want to know what's in there throw away the stuff that you ain't wearing forever toss that bitch out toss them out um and I'm not just doing it to feel confident. I'm doing it because I love me. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I do as a woman is I blow up pictures of myself. I love pictures, memories. I don't have the pictures from when I I was younger. And so I yeah. think I definitely have like an obsession with capturing memories. Um, but in my closet at home, um, it's like a full room. And mm-hmm. on the walls, I picked out some of the outfits that I'm like, okay, these, this was serving this look and this was right. serving that look. And I will... Um, blow that up and put it in my closet. And then when I get tired of a picture, I find a better outfit. Like, switch it up. I switch it out. Like, and it's like, life is too short to think that it has to be one way or one thing. Um, along with like an aesthetic with the way that I dress in. Like on this episode, I was like, oh, it's giving, you know, thug nasty librarian. I mm-hmm. felt like, you know, I got a little cleavage out. Okay, got the grills. Themed out. You know what I'm saying? A little grills, little booties, glasses. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. my hair is tied back, giving like a little innocence. Like, those are things that I'm I do. I'm a mystery. A <laughs> mystery. Um, I I feel like I have different personas and allowing myself to to be that and allowing myself to be extra has um has definitely helped me and it's crazy because I used to think being extra was a negative thing but right because that's what we taught extra money ain't bad so being that extra girl ain't ain't really that bad if if I'm too extra go get something that's less than and you know what in talking about that we talked about discipline we talked about having routine I think something I think that women can do to really get a grasp on what men have a good hold on is be accountable to yourself, right? Mm. Before you're accountable to anybody else, if my, if my routine is the top of the year, right, right? A lot of people are talking about doing 75 hard, right? Yeah. 
But I think what 75 hard is, is teaching you to be accountable to yourself. Because if you mess up, you got to start the whole 75 days. So mm. if you mess up on 74, you got to start all 74, go <sighs> yeah. backwards. Yeah. And then a lot of people are like, oh, if I mess up, it's okay. And yes, you can be kind to yourself, but are you being kind for the sake of being able to not be accountable? Or are you being kind because you know you made a mistake and you need to be able to let go to move forward? And I think holding ourselves accountable so that next time someone does something to us that we don't like, we can be like, mm. listen, this was the boundary I set. I communicated that in this case, I'm telling myself I'm going to drink more water every day. I've made the plan every day. This is at least, at least 64 ounces of water. If I mess up, then I got to do X, Y, Z and still hold yourself accountable to be able to go through the punishment. But now putting that as part of my routine and being like, I've gone set. I've gone seven days straight, making sure I hit my water intake. I've gone fifteen days straight. I'm, you know, I'm three months in now, and now it's an everyday thing. You're not even thinking about it. You're showing up, and now in dating, you're being more accountable to yourself. And a lot of times, you know, we're 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 big what ifs and giving the benefit of the doubt a lot, a lot, a lot because we trust. And so you just have to watch that and making sure it doesn't go too far. Hey, you guys. Hope you're enjoying the show. I just had to stop by and let you know that if you have not ordered your thigh-high socks from Sexual Essentials, you're behind. I know how it feels to buy lingerie and you say, ooh, I'm going to be real sexy and put it on, and it's sitting in the back of your drawer collecting dust. Let me tell you, the thigh-high socks are just so convenient. They're super sexy and they're actually comfortable. So instead of feeling like you have to make that large leap into lingerie, try the thigh-high socks. Your partner gets to see you looking sexy as well as yourself and they're super comfortable. Don't forget to use our code NJASP for 15% off. Tell your friends and make sure that you get your favorite color before they're gone. All right, now back to the show. So I'd like to go ahead and transition to the advice. And so today's advice is how to navigate being newly single and tying mm-hmm. in the importance of routine with that and how that can help you. Um, because, you know, we're talking about getting to our goals or routine and things like that. But I know for me, I, now mind you guys, I got out of a marriage. And then after that, I got out of a like a three, what, a three year, two, two, three year, I mean, yeah, like three, three year, year relationship right after that. And so getting to, um, Getting a new routine. Getting a new yeah. routine. One, well, you don't have that person helping you every day doing these things. Yeah. Now, now you have a gap in your schedule right. because they, they took up a certain amount of time. But even this time, I'm learning while I'm single to get the routine down and don't change that routine even when someone else comes in your life. Right. Because they Just should put yourself first. Put yourself first because your routine is not going to take up your entire day. No. No. Like, And it's important to you. It's important. To, my, my routine last year was wake up, uh, meditate, well, meditate and masturbate, actually. <laughs> meditate and masturbate. We all got to um, do something in the morning. You know, <laughs> flip the bean first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so meditate, masturbate. Then I would listen to something motivational or educational, something, mm-hmm. something, 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 because I was trying to get ready for this year where I knew this year I would have to study way more. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to give myself time to get ready for that. So it wasn't such a big, into those patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely like a pre, a, a yeah. precursor, I guess. Um, and then it was to move every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that was because I was trying to be kinder to myself and not be so obsessed with my weight, but mm-hmm. also, um, and be like, Oh, I need to move 10 pounds. I need to lose 10 pounds. I don't want all of my goals to be around about changing weight. Yeah. yeah. About changing me. I want my goal to be built around me being a healthy person about what I really need. And what I need is 
health, not really to lose weight. Like if I need to lose weight, that's one thing. Yeah. But I don't think every goal has to be wrapped around something needs to change. Be heart healthy. Heart healthy. Um, and so I would do some of those things at the same time, like listen to my motivational thing while I jump rope or mm-hmm. while I skate or whatever. Um, but for me, my routine is what took up some of my time. It helped me focus on me and helped me think about what I want and what I want to do with this free time versus always considering someone else first. Um, but what are your thoughts on like navigating single life and letting routine come for you or even just navigating being newly single? I think it's difficult. Again, being newly single it could be anything like, oh, it was only been three months and so now I'm newly single again. Or it could have been, I've been in this relationship for the last nine years. Mm-hmm. Being kind to yourself and understanding how to keep going, right? I always tell people, you can feel all your feelings and I hope you do, but you can't stay right here. Yeah, You cannot dwell in this space because it's not doing anything. It's not, mo- you're not going backwards and you're not going forwards and the stagnancy is just hurting you more, yeah. right? So part of that routine is also making sure that you keep going forward, that you don't get stuck in a spot where like, I can't, he left me or she left me and I don't know what to do. You do know what to do, right? Life doesn't feel good anymore because that person isn't in it. Like going And to it the- doesn't stop though either. Yeah. You don't get... Unfortunately, as adults, especially, we don't get to stop. You can take a moment, but you don't get to just stay here. And because you don't get to stay here, things start happening and piling up. And the last thing you want to do is not only be grieving, but now have to be catching up in some form of... Catch up. Yeah. Yo. You don't want to be stuck having to... Now you're playing in a negative. You're in a deficiency. All because you gave all this energy to a situation that you no longer had control over anyways. Yeah. Fine. Keep moving forward. Being in that one spot is not going to make it any better. And it may not make it any worse, but it's also not helping you. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't even... I think that accountability is the biggest part of being newly single. Yeah. A lot of people are just trying to deal with the emotions that they feel of being newly single. And I want you to remember to add something to your process of being newly single, which is accountability. Mm -hmm. Go back over what happened. Ask yourself what happened with this relationship. Like if it ends bad, because sometimes it ends bad with like a negative argument. But before that, on a good day, what was wrong with your relationship? Mm -hmm. Um, What part did you play in that? And then take an exit survey. I exit survey my ass off after relationships. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I want you to compare this relationship to the ones you've had before. And is there a similarity or is there a common thing that you did amongst them? Like, so those need to be part of your newly single practices. Um, and also ask yourself, why do you, it, I think the biggest part is that you think that it's difficult to find pleasure and feel good things after a breakup. The breakup is going to hurt. It's not going to change the fact that food going to be good, wine going to be good, that the spa still feel good. Go do something that feels good and ask yourself, why, is it safe for me to love someone so much that if they were to leave me, the things that I love don't even feel good anymore? Right. And, and I think that's definitely an accountability thing. So... Um, so that is our advice today for if you're navigating being newly single. Um, there is also a video about this and... Um, 
a lot of other relationship, communication, self-accountability, self-love topics. And hell, most of my story about my fuck-ups with breakups and relationships. <laughs> All on the Patreon. All on the Patreon with the Patreonies. Okay? Um, and so y'all can sign up for that. Um, and you can also tune in because every week um, we do a recap of the show and talk about it. So if you related to something, um, chime in um, as well. Go ahead and plug um, the master classes um, as well as the merch. Um, we got the orgasm sweatshirts and um the cups and things like that so make sure you check all that out uh be <laughs> yes the cups um please be sure to rate and review the episodes and before we go we're going to end off with um the spiritual tip of the day the spiritual tip of the day is about uh me being just an earthy woman and uh one with self and a universe type girl and okay, energy grounded. yeah real trying to get my grounding on um, and also just to be real, um, it was spirituality that really played a big part in my healing yeah. more than really. I grew up as definitely more of a religion based type mm -hmm. woman um, in the church. And my dad was a deacon and we went to church yeah. all day. Um, all of those things. All, all week. All week we went to church. Yeah. And at the end of the day, when I was at my low that religion could not save me. It was not enough to really heal the trauma or let me accept everything that was going on or give me an outlet for understanding so I could really have a more thorough healing process. Um, and so this is me, you know, like paying tribute to that. Um, so the spiritual tip of the day is I'm just giving you guys a resource for astrology. Um, Chris Carini, of course, mm. I'm sorry, Chris Corsini is his name. Great page. Um, great page. Great page. So, so informational. <laughs> uh, my executive producer is like, he signs so hard. And I was like, yes, he does. Uh, but I, I Maybe want to make sure you understand. Okay, you yeah. trying to make sure you understand. Yeah. Get your you life together. Get these readings. And he be killing me because he's like, bitch. Like, right. And then he be signing it. I'm like, what does that look like inside? Well, look here. And I, I love his energy and honestly, the accuracy. So I have an astrologist, mm -hmm. but whenever I cannot get to her, or just even his resources, they are still just as on point. Now, this is, I'm going to tell you guys how I use the page. Um, and this is my, my, like, he does a lot of things, but this is what I go to him for. Um, every month at the top of the month mm, or the yeah. top of a new Zodiac, he drops a reading for each sign. And he uses tarot to do his astrology. He will yeah. predict what's going on with your, uh, with your sign. Via, for this coming month. Yes, for this coming month via tarot cards. Mm -hmm. You could believe what you want to believe and that's fine. But for me, it's extremely accurate. Oh, because, he be spot on. Oh, he be, he be spot on. on. And mind you, you have to look at how to read it. So if, so for example, I'm in Aries. Mm -hmm. So he'll say on the video, this is for Aries, sun, moon, and rising signs, right? So I'm in, I'm, I have a lot of Aries in my chart. So it hits very spot on right. for me, but say I'm also a Virgo moon though. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I will go look at his Virgo reading because it says Virgo, sun, moon, and rising. So I use him very similarly. Yes. I listen to the different parts of me that he's going to talk exactly. to at the top of the month. I listen to my sun, moon, and rising sign of that particular thing. Mm -hmm. And if you guys go to his page, you can even just listen to the last one. Um, and the parts that resonate, they resonate. And the parts that don't, don't. Um, but it, it helps me. And so if you excuse me. If you're looking for a place to start, he offers a lot of different resources and guidance. And when the new moon comes, he does new moon workshops. And so if you're trying to get into astrology, it's one of those things that it never stops. You just have to jump in somewhere and where mm -hmm. you jump in. Sometimes that like if you sign up for a moon, um, a moon, moon workshop, yeah. that may be where you start with astrology. And 
the more that you learn, the more that you'll introduce. So don't worry about where to start just start. And I think that Chris Christini is a great page for that. Um, Especially on those monthly readings. Those monthly readings is really what I go to. Like, and I love his page, but that's the one thing that I tap Mm -hmm. into every month. month. And it it has not failed me yet. Um, And sometimes I love tarot. Tarot kind of like enforces my intuition, but that's another tip for another day. So (laughs) I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Please do not forget to Buy some stuff because we got to pay these bills, okay? Buy <laughs> buy some things. Um, buy some stuff. You got merch, you have shirts, you have classes, all of that. And don't forget that you can use Not Just Another Sex Podcast, um, the initials, as a code NJASP um, to get 15% off if you want the thigh high socks that we were talking about today in the episode. Be cute, girl. Um, absolutely. Like, take some selfies of yourself. Like, take some pictures of yourself. Send them as thirst send traps. Them over yes. Put them over Put Yes. Sometimes you got to take them pictures when your hair done, your man. Because if y'all don't think I'm about to take off this outfit and throw on some thigh highs and be posing in front of this wall, what? you're crazy. And speaking of this wall, uh, we are shooting today at the SE Content Ooh. House, something extraordinary content house. And I'm super, super happy about this. Super proud of myself. For my this. dog bit her big one. The big, my big, I did my big one. Did, did your big one. Did my with big this one. one. Just getting started. So um, make sure that you guys follow us on Instagram um, and just show love. Look at all the links below. Check it out. And if you have not caught up on all the episodes, please be sure to do that rate and review i love y'all and we will see you next week and thank you dara for joining us my pleasure love bye Bye. oh why did i put up this finger i didn't mean to flick you all off i was trying to do two fingers but it was like and i'm doing it it again the broken finger I was like, oh, my finger broken. And then immediately was like, oh. Yeah, I know I'm always breaking my nails right before we record. But anyway, look, I'm a normal person, okay? So normal things happen on this show. So it's not just another sex podcast. See y'all next week. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Thank you for keeping an open mind and joining me in creating a safe place for others to share their truth. Make sure that you're following Not Just Another Sex Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. But also, if you want to keep the conversation going, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Not Just Another Sex Pod, as well as sexual.essentials. Don't forget to sign up to my Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Not only do you get access to my personal life through my close friends and things like that, but I also have almost 300 classes, workshops, private group chats, hands-on demonstrations, interviews, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want more from me, then that's absolutely where you need to be. If you would like to support this podcast, make sure that you rate and review and make sure that you share this episode with your family and friends. I'll see you next week.